and welcome to LX2 Codependency Coaching. I am Stella. We are recording live on Instagram at Luna underscore X2 underscore LLC. Um, I am very excited to kind of process today's topic. Uh, I've been thinking about it like all week and having conversations around it. And it is this concept of credit. And I have been, uh, you know, when I do my workshops and I talk about how codependency shows up, uh, especially in romantic relationships, but not exclusively, there is this idea that, um, you know, we give people a lot of credit, um, you know, for their behavior, their choices, uh, different things. We do a lot of rationalization or mental gymnastics to be able to um, recognize why someone is in our life and why they're doing the things they're doing uh, from that place of empathy, right? Uh, and it's really interesting to think about because we do credit in two ways. Um, and so we'll get there. But the the kind the concept of financial credit, right? Just like when we are grown-ups and adults in the world, um, financial institutions will assess the risk to lend us money or give us credit. And uh, credit score is a thing. And so what they're looking at is consistent payments. They are looking at uh, the length of credit that you've had, and um, they are looking at your uh, credit to debt ratio, right? And so there's a lot of ways to assess whether or not you are worthy of having credit extended to you to buy a house or a car. Um, and I had mentioned on a TikTok yesterday, but they'll give an 18-year-old a uh, credit card. Doesn't make any sense. Uh, 18-year-olds generally, not specifically, have no credit history. They have no uh, job necessarily, and most of them don't have any idea how credit works. And so they'll give them, let's say, a $2,500 credit card, but the interest rate is ridiculous, right? And for some 18-year-olds, they don't realize that it's a loan, a very high interest loan that they have to pay back. When we think about emotional credit, uh, a lot of times we will immediately just give people all this credit, right? We meet somebody and they have a lot of potential or, uh, you know, friends, we start hanging out and we give them a lot of emotional credit. We uh, just assume that they have uh, benevolence in their heart. They just want to do good things and they want to show up for us the way we show up for people. And depending on what our motivations are, when we think about our uh, need for acceptance, validation, and love, we are going to show up as our best representative, as they show up as their best representative. Um, and so we, we give people a lot of credit, uh, especially people with the title. People with the title get a lot of credit. So these are family members, mom, dad, brother, sister, uh, you know, uncle, whatever. Uh, and so there is this level of assumed credit worthiness for emotional credit. They would never hurt me. They're my best friend. They would never hurt me. They are my significant other. They would never hurt me. They are my child. <laughs> Um, and so we give a lot of credit. Um, I thought about this idea of like even extra credit, right? So in school, uh, college and high school, whatever, um, people who do extra credit are generally failing and, um, you know, they have to do extra work to do better. Now there are two kinds of people who do extra credit, people who are failing or having a hard time passing or people who want to get better grades and do all the extra things to like push their GPA just up that much more. I was in that second category uh, for a while. Really thinking about why people would want extra credit. 
um, because they're probably not doing the bare minimum or they're doing all the extra things, right? So we think of, I think of codependency or codependent people who behave in a codependent way doing extra things for uh, that acceptance, validation, and love. They are giving, I mean, they're doing all the work, extra things here and there and all the stuff. And sometimes, and we've talked about this, it comes from this genuine place of, I just want to take care of you. I want to show up. I want to do the things. Um, but sometimes it's coming from that place of like, I just need you to see me. I just need you to validate that I am worthy and deserving of your love, attention, affection, you know, whatever it is. And in doing so, I will probably not pay attention to some of your maybe unsavory characteristics or you're just having a bad day. You're just having anxiety. You're just stressed out. And those things can absolutely be true, except that there can be times when that's just who they are and we're not seeing it, right? A lot of times, and certainly as I've been writing the uh, intentional dating workshop and the parts about that, recognizing that we uh, disregard or rationalize certain things um, when we are engaged with human beings. Um, and, I, and I talk specifically about my romantic relationships, but I think in general, uh, you know, we give people a pass because, you know, they're just going through something rough or they've had a really tough week. Um, and there's nothing wrong with having that level of empathy and compassion for situational circumstances as long as there is work on the other end to fix it or make it better. Uh, while we were writing about it, we were talking about the difference between a problem and a situation. A problem is something that can be worked on and is being worked on to come to resolution. And so when we recognize you had a bad Thursday because you're dealing with a lot of things and, you know, your boss yelled at you and you're having car trouble. Those are problems that can be addressed and we don't have to give a whole lot of extra credit, but we do have to give acknowledgement that those things are happening. A situation is something that is longstanding and there is no work on the other end to have it be resolved. And sometimes when we are in relationship with people, we see situations as not character flaws, but just like, that's a thing that's happening and that's just who they are. That's just who they are. That's obfuscation of the situation or circumstance. Recognizing that sometimes people are not just in a situation. That is a personality part. <laughs> that is part of how they show up in the world. And if we have the expectation that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look around that or I'm not going to look at that part. Um, we're, we're the ones who are giving them extra credit. We are not assessing the risk appropriately for our emotional investment. And that's the part about credit that is a little bit challenging because we want to see the best in people. And certainly when we've invested our time and our resources, so, you know, when we talk about the boundaries and we talk about our resources, um, of our physical space our uh, emotional, you know, um, I'm trying not to say capacity, our <laughs> emotional investment, our um, time, uh, our sex, <laughs> and our thoughts, right? Our, our um, 
the time that we invest, how much we think about them or what we are thinking about the relationship. Um, those are our resources, our personal resources. And when we invest that in a relationship, um, we are thinking about what I am pouring into someone else and what am I getting back now? We don't necessarily always think about what we're getting back because we have been, you know, socialized to think that we just give and give and give and give and give from this, you know, unending well of what we have to give and we just want to be seen. We just want to be validated. We want somebody to pour into us as well. And in doing so, we are giving all this extra credit. We are investing and investing and investing, and we might not be getting the same amount back. That said, most times in relationships, it's not equal. There's not always a balance. Um, but as I think about the people in my life, you know, I think about my friends and the people that are super close to me, I recognize that, you know, there are ebbs and flows to how we interact with each other. And, you know, somebody is having a rough time. I am not having a rough time so I can show up for you. And I trust and I know that you will show up for me when I am struggling and, you know, you have the resources to be able to do that. Now, when we think about the people that drain us, that are the time that we spend with them, that emotional investment or that time investment um, or even that resource investment, if I put it into this relationship because I've given you the credit that you will, you know, reciprocate and then you don't, I end up depleted. I end up with less resources um, and I feel resentful and I feel frustrated in our interactions. I recognize that, you know, I have put a lot of myself into certain relationships and I didn't get the same back. Um, and I, I'm, I pay more attention to it now, but when I was younger, I would just keep giving and giving and giving and hoping that like, I, I will eventually get something back. Like, I don't know what's happening. I'm going to give you all this extra credit to be able to pour back into me. And I'm not getting that. Like, I just feel empty. Um, and I just feel resentful. Uh, and so really recognizing that when we are empathetic in that emotional investment way, giving people credit that we will get it back, like that's something to pay attention to. Is it reciprocal? And do I feel fuller or cared for or seen or heard when I am investing, you know, this kind of emotional um, credit into another human being? So that's the one side of credit. Here's the other part of credit is sometimes we don't give people enough credit and really recognizing that when we are over caring for people, we are not giving them the credit that they deserve, that they are able to handle things without our investment. Okay. And so that's, it's kind of icky when I think about it, I'm just like, huh. Um, and so I was talking to Teresa because, you know, we had this conversation as two independent humans coming together on our um, on our trips. So we would take um, well and had when she came out to visit me in Europe uh, a couple different times where we were transitioning from one country to another. And, uh, you know, I've mentioned before, like I get super anxious on a travel day. She's you know, mentioned it, whatever. Anyway, one day we were in Ireland and uh, she's a full ass grown up, very capable of taking care of herself. And I trust her ability 100% and 
I am codependent. So I say things sometimes without giving her enough credit. She was standing in the kitchen and she was trying to open, I think it was like a pepper grinder, paper mill or something. And I was like, oh, you just have to open it. And she looked at me and she was like, girl, I have opened many a jar before. I think I've got this. And I was like, oh, that was, that was hard. It was, it was hard just because I do trust her and I know her ability and capacity. I wasn't giving her enough credit to figure it out. And she, <laughs> she has a look about her sometimes. She's like, girl, I got this. And I have to remind myself she does in fact have this. I do not give her enough credit uh, or I had not in that moment. I often give her a lot of credit, but really recognizing that she has earned it. She has a whole life and I have many friends who, whom I have seen go through many things and manage their emotions and manage themselves and manage their lives and do all the things. And I, you know, I've talked before about, you know, when I was in therapy uh, with my daughter and we had gone as a family, the therapist kind of pulled me aside and she said, you know, you, you're married to a grown up who is capable of taking care of things. And you're trying to raise a grown-up, so she needs to learn how to take care of things. You don't have to take care of all the things. I didn't like that. And it was very true. And I was not giving these individuals, both my daughter and my ex-husband at the time, enough credit for their ability to manage things. Consequently, I didn't have to pick up all the things and do all the stuff because if I don't do it, nobody will. <laughs> Which is how a lot of times we feel when we are codependent, that we just have, we just have to, we just have to get it done. Cause if I don't do it, nobody will. Well, that's not actually true. People will figure it out. And when we give them enough credit rather than giving them too much credit, they actually show up in ways that are, they're capable of taking care of themselves. I was having a conversation with a client the other day who said, oh, I just helped this person uh, with a title because I have the resources and they don't. And so now there's these demands being placed on them that are above and beyond what they are willing to do. And I, and I asked my client, I said, you know, have you started to build resentment? She's like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to hang out with them. I, I learned not to expect certain things, you know, when the phone rings and it's them, they're not calling to see how I'm doing. They're calling to ask for things. And I, and I said, well, have you ever thought that if you didn't do it, somebody else would? And they sat for a long time and they were like, no, I guess I didn't. And so that's something to think about is that we need to give people enough credit to be able to manage their own stuff. Like if you are out there rescuing and saving people all the time, what you're not giving them is the opportunity we're not giving them enough credit to be able to manage themselves. We're not giving them enough credit to show up and take care of their own resources um, because we're in there constantly trying to take care of it and manage it and fix it for people who should be able to manage, care for, and fix it themselves. So it's interesting to think about the fact that on one end, we give people too much credit. They'll show up. They'll totally show up. They're going to do a thing. I have helped them move a thousand times. But do they show up for you? And what is the evidence of that? What is their payment history? What is the behavior versus what they're saying? That's where we give too much credit. 
Whereas on the other side, we're not getting, we're not giving them enough credit. If I were to let them figure it out for themselves, if I were to give them the truth or the, the emotional, you know, thing that I am dealing with or going through that thing where we like, I just don't want them to feel insert negative emotion here. We're not giving them enough credit to be able to manage and take care of those feelings on their own. I was listening to uh, my podcast, The Journey of Detachment, because I'm writing uh, my new project. And I was listening to myself as I was talking about, you know, people taking care of their own emotions. And so when I talk about detachment with clients, what I suggest is just the acknowledgement of a feeling on the other side of a relationship or a boundary, recognizing I see you over there having a feeling. And if you would like support, I can do that for you, depending on my budget for that. Um, but I don't have to run in and rescue and fix it. Or I don't have to not tell you certain things because I don't want you to feel bad or I don't want you to feel upset or I don't want you to feel icky. Life is full of hard, icky, bad feelings and recognizing that I can detach from that. I don't have to fix it. I don't have to save you. I don't have to rescue you. I can just be present with you more times than not, that feels better than someone coming in and trying to manage me or fix me. I am not broken. I do not need to be fixed. Sometimes I just need to be seen. And when my friends and my people who care about me give me the credit that say, you know, Stella, I, I recognize that you're going through a hard time and I am just going to sit with you or I'm going to give you the space because I trust that you can figure it out and you do, and I don't have to fix it. I don't have to fix you and I don't have to change anything. I do acknowledge that I see you having a hard time and I'm here if you need me. That feels so much more supportive than how can I fix it? What is going on? Let me get in there and do all the things. That doesn't feel good. And especially, you know, when I talk about, you know, parenting and, and dealing with littles, like our kids are they are going to go through difficult things. That's just true. And we cannot bubble wrap them hoping that they, you know, get through life unscathed. That's not how life works. Life is going to be difficult and we want them to be resilient. In order to build resilience, they're going to have to go through things. And being a soft place for them to land, being a safe place for them to experience life, heartache, uh, you know, difficult circumstances, failure, all of those things, that's our job. And to also give them the credit that they can, in fact, figure it out rather than, you know, giving them too much credit. And they'll be like, well, you know, they're just having a hard time and they're not, they're not able to do the thing. So I'm going to do the things for them. Not helpful. Difficult to swallow and, you know, take, but you know, the same is going to be true for our partners. The same is going to be true for our family members. Uh, I've shared often that, you know, I was so used to and conditioned to take care of my siblings that if I go into even now, like a holiday situation or, you know, a family gathering, like I, it's difficult, it's less difficult now, but like before it used to be really hard for me not to take control and not to manage all the things. 
Um, it's uncomfortable for me and it creates a lot of anxiety. Uh, but I do give them the credit that they are all adults and capable of taking care of things. They run their whole ass lives without me. So I do not need to manage it. The same is going to be true with an adult. Like if, you know, certainly when we think about dating, like if somebody isn't asking you out and isn't putting forth the effort or, you know, at least meeting your energy where you're at, we do not have to do extra things. We do not have to give them all the credit of like, oh, they're just rough and they're just having a bad day or they're just, you know, they're, they're starting a new job or, you know, they're, they're dealing with their things. Those things can be true. That does not mean that you need to go that extra mile and put in that extra work to get the A in the class. If you just show up and are accepting of the behavior, if it matches the words, dope, that's awesome. If it doesn't, something to be aware of. The effort and consistency of their investment in you, if that reciprocity feels equal and consistent over time, awesome. Then yes, we invest more time and effort. But when you feel as though you are investing more and more and more into something that you are not getting a payoff or a payback, what are you doing? What are, what are we doing there? That's not helpful to you or them. And so that's where that idea of like credit comes into how it shows up in relationships. If you are putting a lot of extra energy and effort and resources into something and you feel depleted or you feel resentful, then you got to check it. You got to be like, what am I, what am I getting from this? What is happening? Am I paying attention to who you actually are or am I giving you credit that you maybe don't deserve? Um, you know, it's, it's an interesting thing when we think about our relationships. When I came back, uh, from my trip, I started to pay attention to who reached out while I was away because everybody knew that I was going and who consistently, you know, wanted to spend time and check in and do all of those things. Um, I didn't hear from a lot of my friends, which is totally fine. Like I, that I get it. We all have things. We're all doing stuff. And um, what I did recognize is I wasn't going to make a whole lot of extra effort to connect with people who didn't make a whole lot of extra effort to connect with me. Before I left, I touched base with, with the people that were closest to me. I had a, a going away party, which, you know, also was a, um, a, a, like an auction, like I sold a bunch of my stuff. Um, and there were people that couldn't make it for, for a lot of reasons, and that was totally fine. Um, and then, you know, when I came back, I didn't reach out to a lot of people. I reached out to a few. Um, and it wasn't an experiment. It was just, you know, that was my, my threshold for reaching out to humans. Um, and the ones that were invested in, you know, in me and in checking in and all the things uh, continued to do that. And the ones that didn't, they just didn't. And that's okay. Like I said, I, I'm grateful, but I didn't give anybody any extra credit. I didn't have the capacity to do so. I didn't have the resources to jump back into my life and invest in the way that I had before. And there was a period of grief and there was a period of um, kind of sadness, just recognizing like I've had these people in my life for different seasons, for different um occasions and opportunities and they're not in my life anymore and that's okay but I'm not going to do the extra things that I once did to maintain relationships that don't serve me or don't fill me back up 
the way that the relationships that I have right now in my life do. Moving forward, I will start to assess risk and credit differently. Giving people that are able to take care of themselves and totally able to show up and, and do their lives well, I will give them the credit that they have earned based on their behavior and choices. The other people, I'm, I'm looking for like reciprocity. I'm looking for a healthy risk investment uh, to be able to have those kinds of relationships in my life. And so I challenge you to do the same, really, you know, kind of looking around at the relationships and the people in your life. And are you filled up? Are your resources being managed well in those relationships? Or have you extended too much credit and haven't gotten the same investment back? It's something to think about and it's a different way to assess how we invest in relationships and how we invest in ourselves. Are we giving ourselves enough credit to be able to get through challenging and difficult things? Are we giving ourselves enough credit to be able to take a step back and manage our resources better so that we are, in fact, coming out ahead or in the black with our budget for continuing to invest in ourselves, in other people, to have healthier, better relationships so that we can approach conflict in a good way, so that we do have healthy communication, so that we can manage our boundaries to the resources that we have. That is your nugget. We talked about all of the things today. Um, shout out to all the states that are listening um, and picking up steam on, on, you know, listening to the podcast and investing in you know, managing their codependency in a way that benefits their life. So I'm really grateful. Um, Michigan, Illinois, uh, Indiana is a thing. Um, New Mexico, California, Arizona, Utah, Oregon, we got to listen there. Uh, Arkansas, Texas, uh, that Dakota South happening. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, Connecticut, Pennsylvania. Very excited about those things. Uh, new essays coming out, uh, blogs on the uh, luna-x2-llc.com. Uh, and, you know, the, the workshop, the workshop series is underway uh, starting tomorrow and then the 16th and the 23rd. If you are interested in those things in Albuquerque, contact Discovering Greatness, or you can get a hold of me at lx2.cod.coaching.coach at gmail.com. I'm going to end the video and I will end the podcast. Thank you so much for my friends who are paying attention and watching. Everybody else who's watching later, thank you again. And I will talk to you soon. Take care. All right. We have ended the video and we are ending the podcast. Again, thank you to all of the listens, not just in the United States, but all over the world. I do want you to take an opportunity to assess your risk investment and the credit that you are giving to other people to yourselves and how you are having relationships so that you can continue to build in the relationships and invest in the relationships that are working for you and fill you up. I will talk to you next week. Take care.